Hallelujah. Welcome to another beautiful Sunday morning. This is the day the Lord has made and we are glad and we rejoice in it. Today being the 21st day of August 2022. I believe strongly that God has been so faithful to you. And as we begin to wrap up the month of August, our month of no more limits, I believe strongly that every limitation is broken by your life and your family in the name of Jesus. Please pay attention to whatever God has for you this morning. I'll be sharing with you what I try to embrace grace. Father, speak to as many people that are listening to me right now all over the world in the name of Jesus. But before I speak, do your best to listen to all the other messages that we have preached over the time, over the, over the, over the weeks. God is still God, overflow lifestyle. So please listen to all these messages and they will bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. So this podcast message, the title is Embrace Grace. The Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 17, John chapter 1 verse 17, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. You see, the law makes demand on you for what you cannot supply. But grace supplies to man what it does not deserve. And that's the truth. The law will say to you, do this and do that. And you'll find out that you can't do them. The more you try, the more you fail. That is what religion is all about. But grace supplies to you what you do not have. Merit, what you do not deserve. Whenever you seek grace, it is always supplying. It is always giving. It will always say to you, step aside and let me do it for you. Grace removes obstacle. Grace removes obsta- limitation. Grace removes reproach. Grace removes shame. In other words, grace is saying, stop the fight. Just sit down and let me give it to you. Let me give you the victory. Grace supplies victory. Let me meet your need. Stop struggling with your need. Let me meet your need. I will, the Bible says, He cares for you. He says, Stop this care because I care for you. Seek me and I will take care of every other thing by grace. Let me meet all your needs. So that's what grace is pleading. He said, Let me meet your need. Let me take care of your marriage. Let me take care of your business. Let me take care of your life. Let me take care of, your, of things that really matters to you. That is what grace is shouting every day. You see, let me come into your life and give you what you do not deserve. You see, the truth matter is that when you work in an organization or any place and they pay you salary, I've never seen anyone that they pay salary and they call the boss and say, boss, thank you for giving me salary. You work for it. If somebody give you $100,000 because of the work you have done for that person or a contract, if you say thank you, just out of kind gesture. But you earn it. You work for it. But in a situation where somebody gives you $100,000 without you working for it, you almost roll on the floor. You'll be so happy. Why? Because you did not earn it. It was just by the grace of God. You didn't deserve it. It was given to you by the grace of God. So, grace tells me, he said, let me meet all your needs. All you need to do is to believe and to receive. Our problem is to believe and to receive. Mark 11, 23, it says, it says, whatever you desire, it says, believe it 
receive it and you shall have them. In Mark chapter 5, the Bible introduced us to Jairus. Of course, all of you know Jairus, who was a religious ruler. What in our modern day you will call him a pastor? Despite his religious observation and effort, death visited him. Jairus had to be sincere and honest with himself and say, These things is not working. This pastoral work is not working. This ministry work is not working. In spite of all I have done, in spite of the deliverance, in spite of the follow up, in spite of going out of my way for the people, it's not working. It's not working. My daughter is still at the point of death. How can my daughter be dying when with all what I have done as a religious man? She lies sick and probably will die one day. So he dropped his religious because it was not working. He came to the end of himself. You see, that is what the Lord does for you. It makes you come to the end of yourself. The law that we're given are to make you see your inability. Make you see your weaknesses. Because one thing about law, law makes you to see your weaknesses. It makes you to see your inability and you cannot keep any of them. And you don't forget, when you break one law, you break all. So that you will know that you need. That you know that you need a savior. That you know you need a grace in your life. The Lord show you all you are supposed to do in order to be qualified before God. Which you don't have the capacity to do it. It does, it does that so that you can, you can know that someone has to help you. Listen to me, my brother, my sister, you need help. And the only help you need is the grace of God. You need to embrace grace in your life. You need to embrace grace in your marriage. Sometimes some of you are struggling with a lot of addition. You need grace of God in your life. Some of you are struggling with, with, with marital issues. You need grace in your life. Some of you are struggling with your wife, your husband. You need grace in your life. Some of you are struggling with your children. You need grace in that situation. Only by the grace of God, you can survive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, show you all you are supposed to do. You don't have to be qualified before God. But grace... Open your mind and open you. Oh, give you access to God. Hallelujah. It does that so that you can know that someone has to help you. And that is why Jesus came. Jesus is your Savior. He came to, to favor you. He has come so that you will have life. Not just life, have it in abundantly. So stop struggling. My sister, stop struggling. My brother, stop struggling. It's time for you to embrace grace in your life. Embrace grace in your life. As I begin to close... In, in, in Mark chapter 5, verse 22, the Bible says, And behold, there come to one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus, by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. Listen to me. Rest your case at the feet of Jesus. The Bible says Jairus is, is the law keeper. Fell at the feet of Jesus. It means that he rested at the feet of, of Christ. He was saying, At your feet, I rest my case. Listen to me, my brother, my sister. It's time for you to reverse your case at the feet of Jesus. If he can't get, if he can't get an answer at your, if you can't get an answer at his feet, uh, then then you know you are already you are already gone. That is what the Lord has called us to do: to rest at his feet. You saw the story of Mary and Martha. One rest at his feet. One was combined with a lot of activities. When Ruth rested at the feet of Boaz, a trouble ended. When Simon rested at the, at the feet of Jesus, he caught the fish he could not catch when he had toiled labor and did all kinds of things. Through the night, he came with the right tools and at the right time, he had the right partner but caught nothing because man's effort cannot take you far 
But when you rested at the feet of Jesus, you receive a net-breaking miracle. That is somebody's testimony this week. In the name of Jesus, a, a net-breaking miracle. As I begin to round up, we are called to rest at, at the feet of Jesus on to toy. If you can't work it out, you don't need Jesus. If you can if you, if you, if you, if you can work it out, then you don't need Jesus. It is because you couldn't work it out. That is why Jesus came. Do you know? He is the only way. He's the one that came that was born to die. He's the only one who was born to die. He was born to do. He was not born to live. He was born to die. Jesus was born to die. He was born to die so that you can, can live. His birth is totally different from every other birth. Jairus came and fell at the feet of Jesus. He said, please come heal my daughter who is sick. And at that point, of, at the point of death, and Jesus went with him. Jesus is, very, is, a, is a very present help in times of need. Every time you need him, he's there. Jesus did not mock Jairus. Neither did he castigate him. He did not rubbish him. He did not tell him, by the way, Jairus, have you fasted seven days? <laughs> Jairus, have you gone to the mountain to pray? Jairus, have you given all your tithes? Jairus, have you given more than enough? No, he simply went with him and restored his daughter. That is the grace at work in the life of a man. That grace is available to you today. Stop struggling. Surrender and let him take it over from where you have stopped. Let it take over from where you have been struggling. You see, God did not create us for struggle. Stop struggling. My brother, stop struggling. My sister, stop struggling. In the name of Jesus. And break grace this morning. As I begin to round up, grace is the undeserved favor of God. Grace is given to us to help us, not to condemn us. Grace is a license. It's not a license to sin. It's not a license to sin, but to make us more righteous. Grace is there to pick us up from falling state. Grace is a gift, not what you earn. We will not be complete in Jesus without grace. You don't walk for grace. Grace is available to everyone, anyone that receives it. The grace of God is enough to complete you. Grace always comes with God's strength. You cannot receive the strength of God without the grace of God. You cannot receive grace of God without the strength of God. You are complete in grace in, in, in Christ because of the grace of God. You are complete in Him because of the sufficiency of His grace available to you. Listen to me. It is not the things that complete you. It is not your money that completes you. It is not your wife that completes you. It is not your husband that completes you. It is by the grace of God you are completed. You are connected by the grace of God in the name of Jesus. From today, begin to embrace grace in your life in the name of Jesus. Tap into grace in your place of work. Tap into grace in your ministry. Tap into grace in your, for your children. Tap into grace and break grace every day of your life and you begin to see manifestation. I decree that God will honor you in the name of Jesus. His covenant will never break. His covenant will never be halted in the name of Jesus. Divine sentence is in your lips and your mouth shall not transgress in judgment. Therefore, you shall decree a thing and it shall establish unto it. It shall be established. The light shall shine upon your ways in the name of Jesus. Where your walls is there, the Bible says, power is there. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. The word of God is forever settled in heaven. Therefore, you establish his word on your head. 
Great is the peace of your children, for they are taught of the Lord. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law in the name of Jesus. Christ has redeemed us from poverty in the name of Jesus. Christ has redeemed us from sickness and Christ has redeemed us from every spiritual death. There's no lack again in your life in the name of Jesus. That person hearing me right now, no more lack in your life, no more lack in your family in the name of Jesus. You will not be reduced to a dust in the name of Jesus. You are blessed and I favor sickness. Go. Disease, go. Limitation, go in the name of Jesus. You will not break down again. That contract, receive it now. That breakthrough, receive it now in the name of Jesus. Your daughter is healed. Your son is healed. Your mother is healed. Your father is healed in the name of Jesus. Nigeria is healed in the name of Jesus. Get your PVC because we know that your PCV is your right to vote into power. Who you believe that will take care of some of the nitty-gritty of what you are going through in this country. God bless you, and I will hear your testimony. Amen. Pastor Muiwa, Reverend Muiwa is my name, and I'll be with you again next week Sunday. But before then, don't forget, embrace grace in your life. Amen.